the lucky the lucky part is that it's just straight online. So like you know what I'm saying? Everything's online, so we ain't have to be in the same room. So I that's why we go through all that stuff. True that, true that. <laughs> so mean mugging right now. Uh, as soon as you saw live, you just you just had to go. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need. It's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Oh, that's where I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clout on no way. Your shit turns. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting in trouble. Podcast your boy Eddie Lyles. Terrence G is at home sick still, and then Lloyd Lee is at work or jerking off somewhere. I don't know, but. In in that place, sick. I mean, what kind of sick are they? I mean, you you gotta ask yeah. in 2021, what kind of sick are they? I will say it's not COVID. That's all I can, that's the only thing I can put out there. It ain't so, COVID. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know, but I ain't gonna look. I gotta let you know, you know how it is when somebody say something, but somebody tell you something real personal, you'll be like, I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk about that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna put that out there, bro. Oh, but really? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got Antoine Scott in the building, one of the OGs in the DMV. We really appreciate you coming on, my man. Like, I, and every time I'm, every time I see you, every time I see you, I feel like I gotta introduce myself, as in like, yo, yo, I did this show with you in Virginia first, <laughs> then I did a show with you in DC. It's like. You one of the only people that is like, oh, what's up, big bro? How you feeling, fat? Like, I know you recognize me, but you don't even know me. Man, you you know how to, you know how it is, man. When you doing shows week to week, you know what I mean. If you don't see somebody sometime on on a regular, you know, it's no uh, it's all love. But sometimes it's like, it take me a minute. I get it. I you get because you've been what you've been doing it for what twenty plus? No, seventeen. Seven? Oh, that was still a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, that just make me feel old as hell. Go ahead, yeah, it's still a long ass time. Twenty, I said twenty, I, but seventeen still a long. I'm just, time. I'm just saying, bro. Like it's been all right. This is if if you don't, because you was on what? You was on Comic View. What? What? Okay, what's, what's your credits? Because I remember only thing I, I remember know. is you having the the the, the van. We did a show. At, yes, we did a show in Virginia, in deep ass Virginia. And uh, who was that? The the I forgot what squad it was. And they ran the show. I went up. I was featuring. I went up. You still weren't there. And then you pulled in, got out the van, went on stage, killed that shit, told them, give me your money. Me and Rob Gordon was outside talking to you like, hey, man, what's going on? Like that. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then got in the van and drove the fuck off. Ah, I said, I'm all right. <laughs> I come in and handle business. Do my job and get back in the van and hit the road. You still had a van? And you know it, pop right outside. <laughs> yeah. What made you get the van? That's my road, dog, because you got to realize, you know, we travel a whole lot, you know? Right. And a van, I always loved the van since I was a kid, really, you know, with my first experience uh, riding in one. Uh, my dad friend had one. You know, he had the old school joint with the with the carpet all on his ceiling and all on his. Send them old school ones. 
With the book, the bubble on the side. I mean, just an old school van. I said, man, I'm gonna give With me the one. Bubble on the side. You know what I mean? So I ended up getting one, man. You know, it's easy. If I get tired, I can hop in the back, go to sleep when I'm on the road at the rest stop. I got a TV in it. You know what I mean? So I'm chilling. What you got? To, so you still buying? You you the person that's keeping the DVD business in in play? Man, I pop it in. I gotta watch something on the TV in the van. Now, far as selling selling DVDs, now that is that is that is that is gone. That 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 ship has sailed. But but folks still trying to sell DVDs after the show. If you could get one sale, yo, do you? If you can get one sale. <laughs> That might be like a sympathy vibe. Like, you know what? I ain't even got no DVD player, but because you out here and you was funny, I'm going to go ahead and get one. Yo, so hold up. So, all right. So, because you do, I know you got the, uh, you got your Instagram, you got your YouTube. Is that really, that's where you sell all your stuff at? No, I said, I do my look at your t shirts. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Towel, look at your towels, stuff like that. Working on a couple of other items, some some pens. You know, these days, you know, folks want to come to your show. They want to take something with them from the show, whether right. it's a it's a pen or, or a wristband or or a t-shirt or a, a hand towel or something. They want to take something with them. So, it's so, be you, so you just building up on your merch items. Yeah, always, always, man. Merch, merch always is a plus. See, I, the reason why I say it like that is because, like, a lot of the comics that I that I see that are like over like fifteen are like not really big on merch. Like, they got into it because it was extra money, but they're not big on developing their merch. Do you like? You think that you like want to develop it? Because you just said you got more items coming. Yeah, of course. Because you know, I was uh, this lady. <laughs> I was doing the. Uh, the Huntington, West Virginia Funny Bone. This was years ago. That comedy club is not even in West Virginia anymore. But I was working with this comedian, this female comedian named uh, uh, Tennessee Tramp. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I said the 18, man. And you know this. Uh, her, name was, <laughs> her name was Tennessee Tramp. It's funny as hell, white female comedian. And she had so much merch. She had bumper stickers. She had ink pens. She had metal, the little magnets for the refrigerator. She had all kind of, and she was like, how much money she made? Since so she made like $60,000 a year just off of merchandise. He said, Antoine ain't gonna buy it, whether it's a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, eight dollars, ten dollars. They're gonna buy something to take back from Joe. I was like, what? So wow. if, if you're about your merch game, you know, you can pack up your merch and get your merch and send it off to the comedy club you're going to ahead so you even got a fool with it. Wow. That's smart. That, I didn't, like somebody, who was it that dealt with merch? And they wasn't that funny. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a comic. Mm-hmm. He used to come. I'm not, I'm not, because I'll give it away. But it was a comic that I knew who wasn't that funny. But this motherfucker had merch out the ass. Like he had, he had uh, buttons, pins, hats, everything. Like everything that you could think of, he had. And he was like, "Yeah, he sold it for like two, three dollars." He was like, "Sometimes I go to shows for free, and literally, like, will hit. He will hit a bar up or something like that. 
I asked him to put on a show for free, and then after the show, he made all his money on merch. But see, sometimes, sometimes cats like that, that 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 ain't cool. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're trying to sell merch, and that's your only job. Now you're taking money from either the headliner or the people who's actually on the show. Man, if you right. want to come to a guest spot, man, that's cool. If you come in just to get to sell your merch, you know. What no, mean? no, that's what I'm saying. Like he would, he would do, he would not like he would call a like he would be like. He would do like free spots at like yeah, like yeah. all open mics around country. No, like not 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 at the clubs. Like at open mics, at like open, open mics, mic. he would do open mic. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, he wasn't even taking away from the headline. He would do like open mic bar spots open and just mic. set up like do a spot for free. Like be like, yo, I just do it for free. Don't worry about it. And we'll make all his money on merch. I used to do. I do shirts. Right, that's right. my thing. Like, I'll make my own shirts and then I take them. I remember I went out to Cambridge, Maryland, and I don't know why I didn't, why I don't keep doing it, but it's mostly mm -hmm. just because of my laziness. I don't even gonna lie. I right. went out to Cambridge, Maryland to do a show. The girl told me she was gonna pay me seventy five dollars. When we get there, it's ten people in the audience. Ten people in the audience, right? They still mm -hmm. pay me the seventy five dollars. I wear them. I have a shirt that says, "I'm not an asshole. I just don't like you." Right. <laughs> Some somebody in the audience sees the shirt. Was like, "Oh, I love your shirt." I was like, "Yeah, I sell them." It was like, "How much you sell them for?" I said, 20 bucks." She was. He was like, "Bet." He buys my shirt from me. He's like, "Oh, we're about to go to this bar. You want to come drink?" I said, "Yeah." So I got on my shirt. Everybody in the bar is like, "Yo, I love your shirt." The dude yells out, "Not." I don't even say anything. The dude right. yells out, "Oh, he sells them for 20. And I sold six more shirts. See, so I made more money on merch than I did right. from wisdom, and I just never kept up with it. I don't know you why. Can, you can never, never, never doubt the size of an audience when it comes to selling merch, because sometimes I've sold more merch with uh, a less amount of people in the audience than I have with a with a room full of people. Wow, Is, you think that's now? Do you think that's because and I and I do this because of selling, right? Uh, off of off of marketing and everything. Do you think that's because you have more time to spend with people to be able to sell the merch versus when well, there's a large audience they gotta get in and out? They always appreciate. Now for me, now I'm gonna give you a show whether it's five people or, or I'm doing an arena or a theater of five thousand or more. I'm gonna give you a full show, like like the damn room is packed yeah. and people can respect something like that, and then they just you know they just. He was so funny. Oh my God. And just buy these buy your items. I mean, and sometimes you can, do a, you can do a big menu and damn they don't sell nothing. <coughs> I remember I saw you do so, so first off, I've seen you like six times. But I just and I just saw you at Stiletto show in on um in Baltimore. And you went up and fucking killed that shit. And the only thing it made me think back to was. We did a show in DC at the game. Do you remember this spot called the game? game. It, was, it was on it was on U Street. I think it was like two, three years ago. And me and Rob Gordon was there. And I think it was it wasn't packed. It was probably like it was probably like 25 people, 20 people, or whatever. But comparing it to what Stiletto had and this right. show, and both your performances were the same. So that and that so who who or what made you start doing that? Of like, anytime I go on stage, I go to kill that shit. Because that's just, you, you, you know, Bernie Mac always said, just to steal from something he said, you never cheat the audience. Never mm. cheat the audience. Never make them feel, never make them feel mad or 
embarrassed or ashamed they came to the show or your show right mm. you know you know so many comedians will so many comedians will go out and will be like ain't nobody in here oh man this is what y'all must got so now you're making the people who came to the show you're making them making them feel bad like hey i shouldn't have came neither you know what i mean <laughs> If you, if, you keep, if you keep talking to the audience, like, oh my God, why am I in here? Oh man, oh, where is they are, man? So anyway, that joke would have been funny if I had 13 more people. Oh, know? I hate oh, I don't bring people back to do shit like that. I don't I don't yeah. touch them. I'm not even lying to you. I don't I when I do shows, I don't even touch them. Yeah, like so at just, all. You just go out there, man, and just just give them a show. You just just have fun with it, take what it is, and just make them like, damn, he is up there like performing. You know what I mean? He is a, and and the audience can see that. They 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 can tell it. Like he is up there that they've uh said it to me a zillion times. Man, he was performing, even comedians. Man, he was up there like it was that goddamn room full of people in here. I said, man, I'm gonna give him a show. <laughs> Yo, so I I I listen, I always look at my OGs, right? Like I always look into the vets, even if they don't remember me. But I always <laughs> listen to my OGs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I say and I say that for this, right? So I moved up. I'm I'm in uh uh I, I moved up to New York. My brother and my uh sister-in-law, they live in New York. I needed to get to New York. So like they basically gave me a room as I make my transition. Like I left all my stuff behind, right? Like yeah. I, I moved out of my apartment, and everything, moved to New York. And so when I came up to New York, everybody was like, Well, why don't you start using your credits to get on stuff? And I was like, nah, like. Because at DC, I'm known more as a producer. Now, right. I know I'm funny. The audience knows I'm funny. But my peers don't know how funny I can be. So my peers always put me in a category of, oh, yeah, man, you want to do a show? Talk to Eddie Lyles. I'm like, right, right. You, you can also put me on the show, motherfucker. You know that, right? <laughs> like, I can... I could perform. Like I remember, I remember a motherfucker said a motherfucker told me straight to my face, man. I just thought you hosted a lot of stuff. I didn't know you was a real comedian. Like, oh yeah, not, nice, the, not the real comedian, John. Yo. I you was real. You was fake. I thought you was a. I thought you was a scratch and sniff. I didn't know you was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought you was like a damn post-it note. I didn't know you. Were <laughs> <laughs> that jerk pissed me off. But 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 when I came out to New York, I said, all right, you know what? I don't want to get off my, I don't want to use none of my credits as a producer. I'm just going to perform. All right. And so everybody was like, yo, don't go to this place, don't go to this place, don't go to this place. And I was like, nah, I'm going every fucking place. I don't know people up here. They don't know me up here. So I want to go, you know what I'm saying, and prove that I'm not, I know I'm funny, right? right. But I know a lot of shit that I like, I got a lot of good hypotheses. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't been flushed out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let me go flush them out. I do a show, I do a show, room full of comics. And literally, before I go on stage, I literally had to say to myself, act like there's an audience in here. I go up, I perform, I bust my ass, and wind up being somebody in a room that, you know what I'm saying? Like that is yeah. somebody that everybody's supposed to know. And so, like, and that was what I like, I was like, and I credited it when even when I told everybody, I'm like, yo, get booked on the show, I'm about to do this. You never know who's in the building. You never know who's watching. Yeah. So like you never know. Do you so do you do you have to teach that to a lot of people? Or like because comics come and talk to you all the time about how to get better. Is that something that you tell everybody? Like yeah, I, I try to tell I try to tell anybody, any comedian that wants information 
I, I give it. You know what I mean? I remember mm. I, was, I was talking to a young comic on Lane one time. I was on so much knowledge and juice of ass. He, he got tired of me talking. He said, man, I ain't mean to cut you off, man, but I got to go. I said, all right, baby, you got to go, man. I was always just trying to get in game, baby. I was, I was going to finish, but I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind sharing information. You know, what's right. the use of having it and, and not sharing it? You know, like comedians would always ask, like, how do I do my videos and what app I use? I give them all the knowledge. And then some people that want to do the um, videos like online, like, how do you do your videos? I tell them, I don't even know them from a, from my app off a tree, but I tell them the information. I don't, I'm not one to try to try to hold on to it. It's, it's enough damn people in this damn world, man. Damn, everybody can eat. You know what I mean? You know I mean, you, 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 you'll take that and hopefully you'll take it and you'll give it to somebody else, right? Once you learn something, right. well, they give it to somebody else. There's no need to right. hold on to information and, and knowledge if you have it. You know what I mean? Just what, give it to somebody else. Would it, would it made it like, all right, 17 years, I'm, I'm, I am going to keep using your OG status, right, to find out information. Because I want to know when it changed. I don't know if it was before you or after you. When did it become that whole thing of like, there's only limited spots? Because that's how everybody makes everything. Like when it comes to knowledge, like sometimes people don't want to give knowledge because they like, if I give it to you, then you're going to take they, that and well, run with they it. Are, they don't have no, to me, they don't have no confidence in yourself that if I give you this knowledge or wisdom or whatever, you know what I mean, you might take it and do something with it better than I did, then you might blow up. It could happen. To me, I don't care. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad I gave you the information. So I, I ain't got a, I'm like, did it. I ain't got a, a, a malicious bone in my body, man. You know what I mean? If you can take it and run with it and do something better than what I was doing with it, with the information that I had, something I was doing on social media and you took it, twisted, made it your own and made it better. More power to you, man. I don't care. <laughs> That's why my phone keep ringing. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't I don't care. <laughs> Is it, but, so was it always like that? Like even when you first started, was people always like caring about if other people did the same techniques that they did? That's, that's, that what's thing? Any, that's what anything, man. And you know, you know, you hear this thing about if you're too funny on a on a comedy show, if you work with certain people, you're not gonna be on the show anymore. If you yeah, I hear that all the time. Yeah, if you were at a comedy yeah. club for a weekend and <clears throat> you being too funny, they might kick you off the show, cut your time back. You know what I mean? Right. Don't want to you no more. Everybody got their own different different look on what you should be doing. My thing is this, you, you're a comedian. You're supposed to be funny, right? right. I'm not trying to blow up your spot. I'm not trying to outdo you, but I gotta go up there and be funny too. I don't want nobody after the show walking past me looking like, man, he was terrible. You know what I mean? Right, 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 Yeah, yeah, you were funny too. You know what I mean? All that sympathy, I don't want- Oh yeah, I hate I that one. That. <laughs> you were funny I hate too. That one. Yeah. I, I I I don't even I, I guess I'm I'm like I I love when I am super funny, but I do it does get weird after shows when all, I don't stand I try my best if I have a good set not to stand around comics when guests are walking past me because I hate that situation of yo you were funny as shit oh yeah you were funny too like because I don't you don't know if it's gonna be you like what you do because you the headliner I ain't I ain't headlining a lot of spots yet. 
but I don't sometimes I don't be knowing if it's gonna be me or the other guy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be standing next to I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy that they like, oh yeah, I loved your set. And then they say that to me and then look at the other person like you were funny too. That's, oh, good job, good. everybody. That's just part look, that's just part of the game. That's just part of the game. You know, comedy got it, people got their own uh feelings about, about comedy. You know what I mean? You might have kept yeah, but it. Comics are sensitive. Comics are sensitive yeah. as hell, A hey, Scott. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> then they then they start hitting you with the hitting you with the uh I call it the the the, <laughs> the all lead. I call it the all lead. You know I mean, he said, What's the all lead? Because a man comic be like, all he was talking about was jumping off the bed and stuff. <laughs> all he was talking about was about sex jokes. All he was talking about was about hey. weed. All he, I call it the no. all he. Yo, that, that is so, that is the truest thing. Or everybody, they always got a reason why you were funny. Right. Like, I mean, I, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm up there doing these jokes like this. I'm trying to work them out. And all he was talking about was smoking weed. I mean, come on, man. That's like stock jokes. You know what I mean? All he, all he was doing. That came kind of, that kind of up the screen, man. That came up. All he was hey, talking about was so You know what I mean? Only thing he talking about was his family. But you with the all he. Oh shit! So hold on, I, now because obviously you're stupid funny. You know you you crazy funny. You know like like come on, right? Have you had to deal with that situation of people like yo he he being too funny, so they they don't yeah. want to follow you? Yeah, it's not the point they don't want to follow me. It's the point like you just he, he out there trying. I was I had somebody see you know they was talking to somebody else and they didn't know that somebody else knew me. Then that mm. person called me, so always you was trying to outshine him on stage. I was like, oh, shine him. I was just up there just doing me. Like, but I guess the person that I was featuring at, at, a, at a comedy club, and it comes right. out, you know, it was like, you know, they said he was trying to outshine him on outshine. I was like, oh, shine him. I'm just up there just being me, just being funny. But if the audience came for you, how do you outshine a person? Right. And it's funny you said that, like, even with uh, last time I was in LA and, uh, who was outside talking it was me, Ryan Davis, and uh, Rodney Perry was outside talking. And uh, Ryan was like, I don't care who goes up. And I can go up if it's my show because they're coming to see, they're coming to see me. So they come to see me. Right. And and I can recall another thing when I was a uh, guy called me, he couldn't make a show at the Richmond Funny Bone where I'm from. He said, Antoine, mm-hmm. can you go up there and do uh the spot. I said, sure, I'll go up there and do it on mine. So I'm in my own hometown and uh Cap on stage was the the headline that, okay. that night. Right. So I go up there, you know, I mean I'm I'm being funny, but I can, you know, you always can read the audience. So I'm I'm doing right. me, people laughing, but I was I could tell by the faces that was like, you funny, but we are not here to see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we are not here to see you. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Keep it moving, ha ha ha! Keep it moving, you know what I mean? And, and get kept on stage up here, you know what I mean? This is this is home. There's some faces in that faces I ain't never seen half of them folks before ever in my wow. life. So he had his own group of folks, and no matter how funny you are, like you said, you're the headliner, and if they paid money 
that ticket, they come and come see you. So regardless of what that person does in front of you, and okay. So, so how do you think comics don't go down that path? Because everybody's gonna get funny. You get what I'm saying? Like, not oh, well, pause. Let me take that back because I've seen, <laughs> I've seen bad. But people that are gonna get funny are gonna get funny, right? How do you think? Because it doesn't. I I've seen you work too much, right? And I've seen you go in, and I've seen people. Even I use the Leto show for example, right? Jay the comedian went up and fucking murdered that drink, all right? Yeah. You got there. Stiletto went up there and murdered that joint. And you went up there and still murdered that joint. It was an all-in-all good show. So you don't care if somebody murders in front of you. Like, I, I, I can see that. How do people keep that sense of, yo, I'm just going, I don't give a fuck who went before me. I'm going to keep fucking killing it. Instead of, have, oh, he tried to outshine me. You just got to have it. It all depends on the individual. If you're an individual with a, with a, with a mindset like that, well, this person going up trying to trying to outshine me or trying to murder or trying to do whatever, that's that's on the individual. All right, they're up there killing. All right, so now it's just your job to come behind it. Sometimes you gotta put your big boy pants on. You know what I mean? You gotta have confidence in yourself and gotta, you know, to the point sometimes man's gonna go either way. Either you're gonna, mm. you're gonna make them laugh or they or they not. And mm. sometimes you gotta be like like sometimes the night ain't my night. I'm four for 29 the night. I ain't got but eight. I ain't got but eight points. I'm, I'm I'm five for nine at the free throw line. I'm breaking. I'm just I'm off tonight. It's, tonight is not my night. Thank y'all. I'm Antoine Scott. Thank y'all. Good night. And then the next night, when you get to wherever you're going, the night after, you say I'm finna go up here and destroy. Wow. Dude, so have you ever have you ever had have you ever had a set where you I mean like a show where you was like. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to murder this one. I'm definitely about to murder this one, and then it don't go as planned. Man, man, I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but I'm, I've always murdered. You know, I, I, I don't toot my horn. Nothing. I don't. <laughs> I've always <laughs> murdered. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I've had sets where it started off slow. I think the Stiletto mm. show was started off kind of slow in the beginning because, like you said, Jay and uh, Stiletto. Murdered, you know what I mean? So now I have yeah. to come with my, my own. I got to come with Antoine Scott, which is something, which is something different. Right. You know what I mean? So now you got to take, you know, Jay sings. He's singing. He's singing, and he's, he's funny. And he got him here. It's the let come because them her people. Right, 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 right. That's, that's her. That's her show. It's the let right. show. So whatever she said, do cause just ah. So now I had to go up there with, with Antoine Scott, and you got to take him. And 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 mold them real quick to mm -hmm. this is Antoine Scott and this is what I do, you right. know what I mean? And gotta and gotta bring them in. So just gotta have that confidence in you, man. Just know how to read the room. If you if you doing a joke on something that's hitting, sometimes you gotta ad lib improv on that same subject matter and, and make it funnier or or take the joke and make it last longer and then um then go on to something else. So you just gotta know how to flip it. Just gotta know how to work the room. So all right. Stay on that point of uh, the J the, the Stiletto show, right? A lot of comics, and I was, and I was explaining this to somebody else, right? Like we, we talk about this, we talk about mainstream versus urban uh, on this on the podcast a lot, right? Because a lot of people, especially, and I, at first I thought it was just DC or the DMV that did it. It's fucking everywhere, right? <laughs> like, 
people talk about the ver urban versus the mainstream, the the ability to do something what Jay does, where he has a catchphrase and he sings, right? And, yeah. and, and, and he has comedian in his name. Or the same thing like Stiletto with Stiletto, this walking with the Stilettos, making it, you know what I'm saying, making everything work. Right. A lot of people compare urban to mainstream in a sense. Do you have that same, like, because of your style of comedy, right? I know that your shit works no matter what room you go into. So do you actually have those those glasses where you're like, oh, that's a mainstream room, that's an urban room, I got to switch my shit up for this room? No. No, you know, never, never try to <coughs> switch your stuff up just to fit a mainstream room or even want to say a white room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Still be you because, believe it or not, there's a room full of white folks. They they want you to be you. They want to hear your, your stories of where you came from or how you grew up and, and, and the humor in it because that white room, probably nine times out of ten, they don't even don't even know about the projects or eating a fried bologna sandwich or whatever story you may have going up as a child or whatever joke you might have. So just, just be you. You know, you always in the frame like, you know, uh, I'm going to white room tonight. I'm going to do my white jokes. I'm going to do my white set. Oh, I'm yes. doing this, this Negro room. I'm going to do my, this is my, this is my Negro set tonight. Right. You know I mean? now, now take it. You can't say certain words. You might as well take certain words out. Right. You to be able to understand. Right. What you're talking about, and sometimes you sometimes you have to uh, pronounce some of your words out so they can get the joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I that, was, that was a stick. That was a stigma on uh, the late great Robin Harris and Bernie Mac about them making it into the mainstream business of entertainment and, and comedy because they always said they can't understand what they're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Because you know, because because Robin Harris and Bernie Mac got both from from Chicago. You know, man, both of them got that saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we're talking about now. We're talking about coming over, man. Come on, man. Come on. Now we we get all that. We know right. we can read the jibber jabber. You know what I mean? But right. Then 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 the seats like, what's what's it what's it saying? What's it? I didn't understand. Tell me. They don't they don't know because they don't because you're not they're not pronouncing out all your words. Right. So, that, so we and I, we do a Dupont. I do a show at the Dupont Underground. We just had one yesterday, and I said something to a comic because the the stigma on me is, oh, he does mainstream rooms, and I'm like, okay. I was like, oh no, he does he does a lot of white rooms, and I'm like, no, I don't. I do the definition of mainstream. Definition of mainstream is multiple people. I have black, white, Spanish, fucking business. Hood rats, trailer prop, trailer park, <laughs> high, you know what I'm saying? High, yeah. high, high rise, uh, house having everybody, right? Because right. we just promote the show, and whoever shows yeah. up to the show shows up to the show. Now, majority at the DuPont, you're going to get a little bit more DC folk or Virginia folk, granted. Mm -hmm. But what happened yesterday was all of the comics that have high energy destroyed. And right. a lot of the comics who had low energy did it. But we've had shows there where that whole thing has flipped. Where the right. guys, the low energy guys have done way better than the high energy guys. And, and I was trying to explain this to somebody. I was like, everybody wants to have a cop out or the all E. You know what I mean? Like, 
They always have a co- it was because it was a mainstream room. All he does is predicate to to white people. And I was like, white people, and this is my obs- uh, observation. And you can tell me if, if you've never observed it. White people want you, like, no, you actually already said it. White people want you to be you. Right. They don't want you to placate the white people. Because right. if you placate the white people, then it's like, oh, I, I know, I know that guy. I don't, right. I don't, if I know that guy, I don't need to see that guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't, that guy's not funny to me in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what did you come up with that realization like as you were doing comedy, or did you know that before you even started? No, I mean, I had to learn, I had to learn how to uh still be me, still use the same jokes, but just how to deliver it, deliver it in um a way where everybody could understand, especially for a white audience. I, had, I learned one time at the uh, at the Funny Bone when uh it was a God, what was a guy thing it was guy it was a, it was a white comedian and the manager at the Funny Bone wanted me to host that weekend so I'm like mm-hmm. cool you know and back then we had a, what we call it Apollo night it was like mm-hmm. a Tuesday night or a Thursday night where like all the like the BT Def Comedy Jam you know guys would come in it was a big it was a big show so I was, I'm always killing I was on the show like every week kill it. It's an all-black show. So this is my first actual weekend working with a white headliner, right? Oh, God. So <laughs> that first show Friday, right? I get up there, and I can't recall what I was saying to this right. day, but I can recall the faces I was, seeing, I was seeing being on that stage, and it just felt like to me all I was saying was to me like, nigga, nigga, nigga. Nigga, nigga, I'm a nigga, nigga, nigga. I'm black. Ooh, nigga, 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 nigga. I'm black. Nigga, nigga, nigga. And I got a couple of chuckles here and there because right. it just, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't relatable. I wasn't, uh, I can't find a word I'm trying to say. Trying to uh, articulate. I didn't translate well, well with okay. material for them. And I got off stage, and the guy name was Kevin. I said, man, I don't know what happened. He said, man, and he was like, that's why I got you this weekend, because I wanted you to see the difference. Mm. See, when you're doing, I just, when this is my first start doing comedy, he knew I was funny, but when you keep doing all black rooms and all black rooms, all black, I mean, the, the Apollo night was an urban night. Black rooms, mm-hmm. I'm doing little other shows here and there, it was all, all urban rooms, all, all black rooms. So this weekend, I'm like, I'm confident, you know what I mean? But it's a whole different world in a room for white folks. You know what I mean? But the second yeah. show, I transformed, transmogrified myself, and I, I got it together. And by the end of that weekend, I was I was straight. I still did me. But I just went there and was just, <laughs> I told him one time, I went back and said, man, it's a, it looked like a big-ass bowl of college cheese in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> what a... With a sprinkle raisins here and there. Oh my god, that's funny. And them people fell out laughing. That's funny. I called my bowl. I go up there. I said, well, "I think that we got this weekend." I was like, "Man, it's like a big bowl of rice in here, with a few burnt pieces sprinkled here and there." You know, from a few black folks in the audience. You know what I mean? But they, hey, they loved it. Oh my god. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't like, be afraid. I, I, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. 
No, no, I was just saying, just go up there, don't be afraid to be you. But I just had to, I had to go back and revamp a, a little bit. And uh, what, what did you say? Sprinkle phrases, being used, or what's up, being you? Uh, so I, I you as a, as a, as a, again, going back to this OG thing, a lot of OGs don't do the Instagram or the social media is hard, right? And now, like, I've started seeing some more and more and more and more and more people doing it. But you all, you had jumped on it a while ago. What made you jump onto the social media? Because even I seen though it I, wasn't popular. I seen where it was going, right? And it's funny you ask because I was talking to a veteran comedian today on the phone. I ain't, I ain't gonna say his name, but I showing a veteran, veteran. I mean, funny Def Comedy Jam legend. Because I was right. booking him for for a gig out, out of town. We're down here in Virginia. And we were on the phone for like an hour today. And he was like, he really has to reinvent himself with this new social media. Because he's telling me, he said, man, I'm looking on it. I'm seeing all these damn people. You know, just, you know, and he know they can't hold water on stage. Some of these mm. folks can't hold water on stage. Right, right, you know, right. I tell anybody, man, this is a business. Them comedy clubs, especially the comedy clubs, they don't give two ankle bracelets you know how funny you are to me really right. how many ass you can put in these seats you got how many followers on, on your youtube channel on your on your instagram on your on your facebook yeah oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna get you this weekend you know what i mean it's all about it's all about money you know what i mean it's all about money yeah 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 yeah, yeah. facts and, and, and to go back what you said initially um i stumbled on looking the videos I do, I stumbled on. Hold up, your 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 connection went out when you said it. You stumbled on what? I stumbled on my look at you videos. Oh. I started doing. How did the you stumble? Movie. I was doing a show for somebody, and they wanted me to promote it. And I was like, "Just do a video." I said, "Man, I'm gonna do a video. I want to do no video. What you talking about? Just just go on there, man. Just said everybody come to the show. That 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 that. Okay, cool." So I was like, you know, everybody come to the show, man, show that, 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 man. If you don't come to the show, man, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to look at you. If you don't come, I'm just, just going to look at you. And then all of a sudden, it was on my regular Facebook page. It's my regular Facebook page. So yeah. I come back, I think the next day, and I think I had like 1,800 views. I ain't never seen that many views on, on, on video. You know what I mean? This way, this wow. way. I'm like, and everybody in the comments was like, if I don't come to the show, you're going to look at me. You gonna look at me? I was like, look at you. You gonna look at me? Boy, I look at you. I kept saying, well, this is just dumb. <laughs> this is <just> dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, and I think I, I promoted something else and I did it again, and people kept commenting on it. And then a couple of comedians actually hit me up, like Twan, you own it something. I forgot wow. who it was. They Twan, you own it. So they're like, no, in my message, my inbox. They, they went, dude, look at you. So from there, I started fumbling with crazy stuff. I was wearing like different hats. Mm. I had a, a shower curtain hat on one time. I had a, a toy. I was doing it. Just, you got to find, you finding your, like being a comedian on stage, you finding like who you are as a comedian. Then I'm finding my lane for these look at you videos. Right. So before I was doing all kind of crazy stuff, wearing different kind of coat jackets, sweaters, Putting on scarves, putting on two, three hats on top of each other. It was all kind of crazy stuff I was doing. Look at you. If you ever working, people in the refrigerator, look at you eating people lunch and 
all kind of little, all kind of kind of stuff. Then I started doing this split screen stuff, and then I right. had my own. Um, I already had a Facebook fan page, and uh, I started putting up the videos. And then I told right. everybody invest invest in yourself. So I would start boosting the videos. You yep. know, put a little money to reach to reach a broader audience. Yep. So I was I was doing that. Then then maybe like six months down the line, man, I was getting like a million views on on videos. Wow. You know? Yeah, I put up a video, man, like an hour, man, hour two, man. I got like 200, 300,000 views on uh on Facebook. That's before wow. I went over to the to the Instagram. Right. So and as I, I tell people that all the time about the boost, like uh, because people like I don't. I was talking to we just had Cody J Woods on uh, earlier, and we were talking about doing the the videos and everything like that. Because I was asking mm -hmm. him, does it take away from his time to go out and work on new material? Right. And he was like, it does because it takes so much effort to cut and edit these things, which is why. So I went into the, I went into like, and I tell people this all the time, my social media marketing is the podcast. Like right. we grew, we grew our social media off of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because every right. week we put out an episode um, or three, um, every week we put boost behind our episodes every week. We was, so we went from having like 15 friends following us to Lloyd being like, Man, I don't know if these people are real. He was like, I think these are all our friends because we got to like 300 real fast. And then right. we went to like a thousand downloads. He was like, are, are we, are we fair? I was like, no, we just consistent. You know right. what I mean? Because yeah. if you just keep putting it out there, like, and I tell people like boost your shit, be consistent with your shit. But I never really got into the Instagram part of it because of, and I, we need to do more with our clips. We don't do enough clips, but so would you do you tell you 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 basically saying that you tell your veteran friends as well like y'all motherfuckers need to start doing this shit too? Yeah, because you know a lot of them when I started doing the videos in the beginning, a lot of them was was uh, calling me on the phone. Thomas, that look at your stuff, man, man. How you do them? How you do them videos? Then then some were like, so I just can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> like yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, it yeah. because yeah. a lot of even for me, I had to get over the obstacle of. Because what we what we were saying, like I'm a real comedian, like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a real comedian. I get on right. stage and tell jokes. I get on stage and slay. I'm not getting on old social media with this buffoonery, doing these clips or doing skits and all of this stuff. Like I'm not doing all of that stuff. And and is either you gonna get with the program or be left behind. Now, that's not saying that you have to do it because you don't. You stick to your guns. You know what I mean? But I can, all I can do is speak for myself. I just was fortunate enough to land on something, which was look at you, and, and was able to turn it into something and just have fun with it. Right. So, but everybody is not the same because they say, I'm not, I'm not doing no videos. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comedian. I'm not doing it. But them the same ones that's on the sideline getting mad once everybody at the comic club. The only thing he do is videos. <laughs> well, he ain't even funny. And then, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Because when the ones that's doing the videos, ones getting booked, then granted, some of them getting on stage and they stink. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. When the veteran con be like, man, this is what I'm talking about. All them goddamn videos, them videos don't mean nothing. You got to get on stage and do 20 minutes. Right. This ain't no, this ain't no, this ain't no one minute clip. 
You know right. what I mean? As far as being on being on your social media, your Instagram or your right. whatever you're getting on, that ain't the same versus getting on stage and having a, having a set and a point of view and something to say, a segue into a joke, how to set up a joke, a punchline, right. reading reading the room. You may have a set of jokes you want to go A, B, C, and D, but the room may not the room may not give you that. Right, you might right, have got to go right. F, C, Z, come back up to your first joke, A. You might got to do your closing bit as your first joke, depending on how right. to do it. Because, you know, every every room is different. That's the thing about comedy. You can never say, I, I got comedy in the bag. I got comedy. Yeah. You know, you can't. It keeps, it keeps changing. Right. Because you could you could kill, as you as you know, you could kill in, 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 in Tennessee. You smashed it. You right. got to fly over the next night, man. Now you in Ohio the next day. You using you got them same jokes. That's fire. <laughs> Ohio like this. Yeah. <laughs> I see the tweet times. I see the tweet times, bro. Man, come on, man, give me a beer, man. What the hell are you up there talking about? You know what I mean. And once yeah. and once you see it, once you see it like that, you gotta learn. You gotta you gotta you gotta flip it. You gotta improv it sometimes. Think on your feet. Uh, you got my digging your grab bag from jokes you ain't used in five years, and man, you gotta do all kind of stuff. Oh, I, I've done that. I've done. I've done. I, I went. I went fishing before. So <laughs> Icelandic fishing. All this joke. <laughs> Yo, but hey, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Like, what, what you got coming? What you got coming up next? And, and where can people find you to get all this look at you? Get, oh uh, man, just uh, if you go to uh my in my social media outlets, man, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is comedian Antoine Scott. You can go to my TikTok, which is the Antoine Scott one. My Instagram is right there on the screen. Is the Antoine Scott. Uh, is that all of them? Facebook, Comedian Antoine Scott. So you just can Google me, Comedian <laughs> Antoine Scott, and something going to pop up. And click on it, follow a brother. I got a couple of gigs coming up. Uh, this Saturday, I'll be in Charlottesville, Virginia, which is uh, November the 6th uh, in Paramount Theater. Uh, I know in two weeks, I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut at the Hartford Funny Bone. And uh, December 10th and 11th, I'd be in Toledo, Funny Bone. Uh, December 19th, I'm going to be at the Atria Theater with uh, Gladys Knight. Uh, oh, got dates in February with an R&B tour. I got the Alpha Male Comedy Tour. If you know about the Alpha Male Comedy Tour, that consists of myself, Antoine Scott. Also got my man, comedian, Ballhead Phillips out of Chicago. My man, Larry Lancaster out of Baltimore. And my man, Ray Grady, which now resides in L.A. He's from Chicago. He's on the new season upcoming, yeah. the new Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart. He's on the new season. My man, Ray Grady. And we all are the alpha males with my man, DJ Sidekick, which is the DJ for Chocolate Sundays every Sunday night over in L.A. So there's a whole lot going on. Just follow my social media. And uh, follow it. I know I missed some shows. I apologize if anybody hit this. Hey, on the website. You ain't shot my show out, man. I, I can't remember all them shows. I'm just blessed to uh, right. to continue to work. That people want to book me, and uh, I had a good time last night. I was in the city winery last night in D.C. Uh, myself, uh, uh, Steve oh, we all Carter. had good shows yesterday. Yes, yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve Carter, Ty Davis. 
And she flew out now. She's with Ron Davis over in Kansas City this weekend. Uh, Cleon, right. the comedian, stopped through last night. So did Red Grant stopped through last night. He's going for mayor. And uh, DC, it was a great so that show. Was fire last night, and uh, so much going on for myself, man. I'm just happy to still be working after 17 years. Hey, I'm still grinding, still pushing, still learning, uh, all that good stuff. Yo, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and maybe this time you won't remember me uh, <laughs> <laughs> just by name. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. I am the worst with names. I am the worst. I ain't mad at it. It's nothing, nothing personal or nothing. It's just I am bad with names, man. I might, I might know your face. Oh, you from, you from, you from Jersey. You from New York, from yeah, yeah. But a name, I'd be like, bro, I can't get it. This your, this your face right now because you froze. This your face right now. Boy, I'm going to sit here and look at you because you're still frozen. <laughs> you told me once you start freezing, nothing can talk. So let's talk about you. Ali, you know, like, all he had to do was get a better Wi-Fi. All he had to do was get you one of the Wi-Fi plugins so you will have Peter went off the screen. I am on here by myself. Welcome, y'all. What's up, y'all? This is the Antoine Scott Show right here. I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to look at you. That's all I'm going to do. This has been an interesting uh, podcast. We gave out a lot of information that hopefully you can use. All right? When the host just goes away and leaves the show to you, my, my, my. We all going to chip in and get this man some Wi-Fi. Or better yet, if you come out the basement and come up to a stronger signal, man, I tell you, we're going to love you. Yes, we are. I don't know if they close the show out, keep going, keep talking, because the time is still going on. I can see it, but there's nobody here but myself because the host just went away. So people, with that being said and done, may you have an awesome week. May your weekend be blessed. May you, may you laugh upon laughter and enjoy yourself. Because I'm going to sit here and look at you. My man, Tuan Scott. Follow me on all my social media platforms. Coming to a city near you. Trust and believe. Ah, uh, Keep living, loving. Call a loved one. Visit a loved one. I went to pastor voice. Now, I'm in pastorish. Call a loved one this weekend. Pick up the phone and someone you haven't called in a while. It's an auntie, a grandmother, or maybe an uncle. Hell, it might be your mama and your father. You haven't talked because y'all got some beef going on because somebody owes somebody some money. Squash it, man. $26 is not worth it. I'm trying to tell you. Life is too short. I've lost too many friends this year. Not only to COVID, just in life. Boy, I'm going to sit here and look at you. Well, I'm going to sign off because uh, apparently his Wi-Fi ain't fired wide because all he had to do was pay the bill. Tell you right now, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate all of y'all. I'm going to get out of here.
bye-bye. I'm going to hit the button. Nope. I sure ain't. I'm going to continue talking just a little bit more. What I be sure is love beyond the that is hilarious, yo. <laughs> you came back in. You were like, you were like mama coming in the door. I ain't doing nothing. Ain't not doing nothing. I don't Your internet clocked out. Out of nowhere, my internet just turned off. So, so I text Rashawn. I said, "Hey, Rashawn, let him know." You know what I'm saying? My, I didn't just delete out on him. My internet went out. She said, "Oh, he's still going. Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> I thought the joint would just end with me leaving. <laughs> I seen it. I seen the ticker. The ticker still going. I said, "I am still alive." <laughs> this is not an Antoine Scott show. I'm going to sit here and look at you. Next up, next up, we have bottled water. Now, bottled water can all sorts of That is the funniest shit of all time, bro. Yo, Antoine Scott, thank you so much, man. I'm going to turn this into a clip so fast. Bro, yo, peace, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Stay out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it.